welcome to Faith Through Love, where we love God and love people. Our hope is to be a leading resource to you, that you would fall in love with Jesus and live the life that you were created to live. Not for a second would I ever hesitate to give my life for my family. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for my family because I love them that much. See, that's the same way when you fall in love with Jesus. There's nothing you wouldn't do for him because you love him. But when it's out of obligation, when it's out of just duty, that's a whole different thing. Stress comes with that. But when it's love, it actually makes you happy to do it. It actually brings you joy to walk that out. And it's amazing. Your identity in Christ. Because when you know who you are in Christ, when you know that you're a son or daughter of the Most High God, it changes everything. See, when you know that you're part of a family, when you know that you're part of a body, of a unit, part of the body of Christ, part of the sonship, an heir, then you know where you belong. You know, I spoke uh, in my book about how the Bible says that the life is in the blood. And like blood, if you were to cut yourself or get cut, hopefully not cut yourself, but (laughs) if you were to get cut, your body knows what to do. There's some blood cells that will come and actually kind of scab over that cut so that no infection comes in and nothing else. So it's kind of a protective layer. Some white blood cells come to try to heal uh, heal that cut and start mending that wound. And then there's other cells that actually take up the load of all of those, all of those cells that were, are doing different things now. And so that's the way that the body is supposed to operate. When part of the body gets hurt, There's parts that come to help and protect, other parts that come and try to heal, and other ones who help pick up the load so that the ones that are trying to heal aren't stressed. So trying to function as a unit. And the body is an amazing thing. And so when everyone knows its function and everyone knows their purpose and everyone knows what to do, it's an amazing thing. But when there are cells that don't know where they belong, when a heart cell doesn't know it's a heart cell, when a liver cell doesn't know it's a liver cell, the thing is we call those cells cancer because they harm the body. They don't know when to start. They don't know when to stop. So they'll overproduce or underproduce or go move in a way that's not supposed, they're not supposed to move or do something they're not supposed to do or do too much of something. And those need to be either removed from the body or sometimes there's medication if you catch it quick enough that you can help with certain things. But the point of that is when you don't know where you belong and what your purpose is, it can harm you and those around you. And so knowing your identity in Christ, knowing the one who created you, because only the one who created you can tell you why he put the things in you that he put in you. Only he can tell you what he created you for and what your purpose is. And so when you know your identity in Christ, 
when you know who you are in Christ, then not only do you know how to function with others and how to work with others, and you know how to bring value and how to, you know, help your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, but you also feel fulfilled too. There's also fulfillment in you that really does bring life to you. Because when you don't have a purpose and you don't know your direction, it brings stress again. It brings more stress, more anxiety, and you don't really know which way to go. But when you know which way to go and when you know where you're going to go, you feel energized and you feel purposeful. And so walking this out, walking this life out, walking this Christian life out, whether you're a new believer or you've been or you've been a believer for a long time remembering your first love falling in love with God because it makes everything come alive and it makes everything not a hassle or a struggle or a burden but so amazing because our God is amazing and then when you know who you are in Christ then this walk becomes even more amazing because you know your purpose. And see, here's the thing. The Bible says that the devil is here to kill, steal, and destroy. But if you don't know what's yours, how do you know it's being stolen? When you don't know what to do, where to go, then how do you know when he's trying to lead you into a trap? How do you know when he's trying to take something that God gave you to possess? You don't. Because when you don't know who you are, we walk around this world aimlessly and that kills us. People without purpose, people without direction, you die a little bit inside. And that's a tough way to live. And see, Jesus came so that we didn't have to feel lost, so that we knew where we belonged, so we knew who we were, were his so that we could have that connection. So we could go boldly to the throne room. And when you know who whose you are, and when you know your identity in Christ, then you can withstand all the troubles that come in this life. See, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12, it says, Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. All who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. See, when you don't know why you're here, what you're supposed to do, when things like this happen, when persecution comes, it may fold you. And see, when you don't know what God's given you, the full armor of Christ, how to use it, where to go for help, then you may not know that he's given you tools. He's given you a sword. He's given you a shield. He's given you armor. And you won't know how to use them. And this life gets harder and harder and harder. And we don't understand why it keeps getting harder. We don't understand why things are happening this way. See, persecution isn't something that we should be like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening. And oh my God, I can't believe that someone's saying this or doing this stuff. And to be honest with you, here in, in the U.S., 
we're we're actually very <laughs> we're very very safe um, because yes we we spiritual warfare and persecution in certain levels but there are other Christians around the world that are literally dying for their faith and you know I was talking to someone not too long ago who had just uh, come out from incarceration and we were talking about how it's very interesting that sometimes it felt so much easier to be a Christian when we were inside than when we got out and you know the reason for that is because one of the things with American culture and with and with the life that we live it's really easy to to stop um, stop moving forward and stop trying to take ground and stop witnessing it's really easy to get comfortable really easy to you know want nice things and be comfortable and ease and so when persecution comes it becomes this whole thing that is really hard when trials and tribulations show up at our doorstep we're like what why and we don't want any hassle but you know when you're inside just because of some of the way that things are set up and it's been a long time since i've been inside so things may have changed but when you make a stand for christ you know that that stand one is a really bold stand and two you could die for your faith why because there are things that you won't do anymore that they didn't want you to do there are things that you won't adhere to that they want you to adhere to and so a lot of times the Christians who take a stand and they know it's life or death those Christians that intimacy becomes real that intimacy that love that it it is so intense that you don't know any other way and you know we were called to actually be kind of extremist because there's no middle ground in this when you love God and you obey his word and you do what it says in here you're all in the Bible says you're either for him or you're against him there's no fence riding there's no middle ground there's no kind of and that brings persecution because there's a lot of things that that the word of God says that Christians walk because we walk by the spirit and not by what we see and what we hear that people don't understand and people don't like things that they don't understand or they don't reason and so this is a bold step of faith to walk a Christian life the way God tells you to walk it it's easy to want comfort it's easy to want no persecution and no tribulation but the Bible says that he has overcome the world and that we through all that have peace and joy because we don't get our peace and our joy from the world or for things or from chasing after things or from going after things or from anything we have or anything we don't have we get it from him and we're with him all the time the Bible says that he prayed that we would be in him just like he's in his father and so we're one and so eternity for us starts now because we will forever be able to have that connection have that relationship and have that intimacy with him but when it's not birthed out of love 
and when you don't know who you are. See, even on the cross, Jesus prayed for those who were persecuting him. You know, Pilate told told Jesus that he had the power to make all of this go away, that he didn't have to die on the cross. And Jesus told him, you know what? One, he's, he mentioned that no one took his life, that he laid it down. But two, he told Pilate that no authority was given to him except from that from above. See, there's a difference between someone being stolen from you and you laying something down because you know the effect and the impact and that it's saving people. There's a big difference between those things. See, we don't have faith so that we can get great things and we don't operate in faith and we don't operate in signs, wonders, and miracles and be able to heal the sick and go around doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the enemy. We don't do those things for clout. We don't do those things for our own high. We don't do those things just because. They're purposeful things. They're for a reason. It's not for our own benefit, but for the glory of God. And sometimes we can get so caught up in the weeds, so caught up in the how, that we forget why. We forget why we're doing what we're doing. So sticking to the fundamentals, sticking to falling in love with the Lord and your identity in Christ, then the rest of it, the persecution, the tribulations, the hardships of this life, they lose their weight. They lose their heaviness. They lose the ability to really hurt you. Because you know why you're here. And all of that stems from love. And so my question to you today is, do you love well? Because, you know, at the end, when all of this is done, when we're at the judgment seat, Jesus said that these two commandments were the most important and that the, everything was encompassed in these two commandments love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself so do we love well because that's what's going to matter at the end is love and if you don't know how to receive love from God if you don't know how to love God Remember, love your neighbor as yourself. That means you have to learn how to love yourself. Not because we're worthy of love or because we have all this thing or because we did something to earn it or we did something. But because of who we are in Christ. That is what's going to make all the difference. And that's what makes all the difference here too. While we're here on earth, that's what makes all the difference here. Because if not, this life can get away from us. It can be a lot of hustle and bustle and a lot of trying to do this and a lot of trying to moving that and a lot of trying to get things done, set goals, which is good. But the Bible says when you receive the vision, write it down so people can follow. Receive. 
it's hard to receive when you're not connected. <laughs> when you're not in that relationship and talking and communicating back and forth. And see, and when you know who you are in Christ too, you also know that that's where that connection comes from. See, if I don't know that I'm a child of God and I don't, and, and see, there's a difference between like, oh yeah, I kind of think, or yeah, the Bible says it's so sure, you know, I'm, I'm a child of God and da, 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 da. And there's another thing to actually know inside because see, there's a difference when you go to someone who you don't really know to ask a question and so you're like, oh, okay, and you're kind of shy, and you're kind of like, all right, I'm being respectful and all that stuff, and don't get wrong, reverence is a big deal, but there's a difference when it's my dad, when it's my father, when it's my friend, when it's my counselor, when it's my advocator, and it's personal, and I don't understand something, or I don't know something, and I go to them. It's a whole different thing, because the intimacy level is different. See, when my, the way my kids talk to me the ver versus the way strangers talk to me is totally different. And so that foundation sets the tone for everything. The way you communicate with God, the way you talk to him, the way you read this, because see, this was made for you. He already knows everything that's in this. He didn't write this for himself. <laughs> Don't your kids love to hear your stories? We should take this like our father telling us his journey. His journey with us, because that's what it is. Yes, what to do and what not to do and how to do this, but this isn't just a, this isn't like a legal textbook. It's an intimate thing. To connect with us, to talk to us, to show us the way. You know, there's something I want to do uh, in these next coming months, and it's a, we just started a YouTube uh, channel, which I'm, it's amazing. It's really been a personal victory for me. And I just thank God for having the technology to be able to do this and know how on how to do all these things. And one of the things, the series that I want to do is called uh, Fatherly Advice. And the reason for that is because I find it amazing. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the fact that we get to be able to talk to each other like this and be able to leave this. You know, if nothing else from this, I get to, my kids get to watch this later on. I get to leave this for my kids. You know, my dad, he passed away in 2010. And I have one cassette tape that's really muffled and staticky that has him singing on it, singing his favorite song. And it's amazing to me, and I cherish it so much. We get to leave these things for our kids. We, I can literally sit here in front of this camera like I am speaking to you and share everything I want to share with my kids. And when I'm gone, they can listen to this and they can play it and they can see my face and my mannerisms and hear my voice. That's amazing. So for no one else to help train my children up in the way that they should go, we have this thing that can last so long. There are things that when I first became a father that I wanted to express to my kids, but they were too young to understand. And so I wrote them down. I made a will. I wrote on a piece of paper and I stuck them in my Bible at that time so that one day my kids would have something. And that in case anything happened to me, because I didn't live a great lifestyle and I'd always thought that something may happen to me. 
But I wrote it down so that if anything ever did happen to me, I would be able to speak to them. He's speaking to you. He's connecting with you. And we live in an amazing time when we get to do the same. It's not just rules. It's not just hardship. It's not just us trying to survive this life. It's love. It's intimacy. So we got to ask ourselves if this world gets away from us or if we're loving well. And you know, the one thing that love does is it makes hard things not so hard. You say, how's that? What do you mean? You know, when I first had my kids, I, I was a kid. I was young. I didn't know what I was doing or what was going on. And, and I had, like I said, I lived a life that wasn't great. So I had done stuff that wasn't amazing and wasn't really great. And so we didn't have very much. We lived in this small two-bedroom apartment and I was working three jobs and we were doing all this stuff. But you know what? I look back on that time and I'm like, I don't regret that. Like, I would do that in a heartbeat again. Like, working so that my kids could have something better than I had. Going through all the stuff that we did. Going through all the stuff that we had. Going through whether the ups and the downs so that my kids can have a better life than I ever had. It, I love it. We were, I was talking to my kids the other day. We stayed up, like, all night just talking. And we were talking about how things were back in the day and how things are now. And uh, and also how much I've <laughs> I'm different. And the things that I've learned, that time, those struggles when we had nothing and we were in a car and we didn't know where we were going to go, those scary steps when I first gave my life to the Lord and came to a new city with two kids with no money in my pocket and nothing and knew nothing. And God let us walk that out and now we're doing this and this is amazing and we get to share the goodness of God with other people. You remember the time before cell phones where you had to like go to the library and look everything up and write everything down and make copies of it at the, the copy machine or and then go home and try to figure all that stuff out. Now we have it, you know, at a click of our hands. This is amazing. All of those things, late nights with the kids when they didn't feel well or they had a nightmare, the starting all over in a new city that was scary for all of us all worth it and you know what all actually i mean there was some stuff that was really tough but also really great memories because it was for my family it was out of love and so the bible says that you know they couldn't help but speak of that which they saw and that they heard the thing that the lord has done for me how he's taking me from darkness and into light how he's making me his own when i didn't know how to love or how to do things showing me how to communicate with those that i love how to build relationships with those that i love when i always felt like i was alone and an outcast and always felt isolated those things are amazing how could i not share that with other people how can i not share what i've learned though very little in this time, the small time I've been here on earth, but with my kids and with my friends and with the people, anyone who would hear. Of course we want to share that. I don't want my kids to have to go through what I went through. And thank God there's so much that they never will. 
You know, there are so many things that my kids can't relate to because they didn't grow up that way. They didn't grow up in a lot of that lifestyle that I grew up with. And that is amazing. And I'm thankful to God for that. And yes, there are things that they're going to have to go through that I've never gone through and don't know and haven't been through. And But see, the thing is, because the most important thing that I learned was how to fall in love with Jesus and who I was in him. And being able to share that with my kids, I know that no matter what happens or what what happens in their life and what happens in the world, that they're going to be okay. That everything's going to be great. Because they're connected to their creator. They're connected to the one who has everything in his hands. And that's amazing. And that brings joy and happiness. And we can live a life and it's not in fear and I'm not worried about the future. We can live today. You know, at the very end, when we stand before the Lord, I can't shield them from his judgment. They're going to have to stand and give an account for their life. And they're either going to know him and have a relationship with him, or they're not. I can't stand in that gap for them. So I do everything I can here so that they can see the real and that they can speak to him and that they can spend that time with him himself, themselves. See, when Paul wrote a letter to, I, I believe it was the Corinthians, he said, when I, there's some of you who are arrogant and speak many things, but when I get there, we will see who has authority and power. You can't fake that. We can pontificate and we can lecture and we can say all these things. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, the real will stand the test of time. I love what one minister says. He says, you know, there's no unbelievers after judgment. After death, there's no unbelievers. You'll know. There's a lot of argument about the, you know, rapture and tribulation and post and pre and none and all this stuff. And, and I, I don't, I'm not a scholar. I don't know. I, I'm not going to give advice on that stuff because I don't know. I've, I've heard so many amazing people give so many amazing points. But here's the thing. We can only theorize on this side. Whatever happens, whether it's pre, post, or not, or during, or whatever it is, when it happens, no one's going to be theorizing about what was right and what wasn't. It's going to be real. It's going to be the truth. It's going to have happened. And so let's make sure that we are focusing on what's important, what matters on this side. You know, the amazing thing with God is that whether we've been doing this or whether we haven't, everything in a moment can change. If you haven't been doing this, if this isn't the life you live, if, you, if you're living the ghetto gospel like I was living the ghetto gospel where I was just kind of praying tribute and like, all right, man, that's awesome. Like, but you stay over there. I'm going to make my own life, my own choice and my own stuff. That can change in a second. It did for me. One prayer that was sincere and honest and just surrendered everything. And my whole life changed after that. He made me a new creation.
And if you've already done that, we have an infinite God. And there's always more to learn and always more to do and always more relationship to build. There's so many things he wants to speak to you about. So many things that he likes to connect with us about. And there's so many people in this world who don't know, who don't have that peace that we have. And yes, there are going to be people who don't understand and people who don't receive it. But you know what? We can plant that seed. And we have an amazing ability for technology. You know, Jesus believed so much in you, so much in the disciples. You know, his last commandment to them was go out into all the world and make disciples of all nations. They didn't have technology like we have. That's tough. Like, you know, it took like a, it took days to walk to different cities. Like, we're, you're going to reach the whole world. You got this. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's also really scary. <laughs> How do we do that? The Bible says that Paul stayed in a city for two years or stayed in a region for two years and then so that all of Asia could hear the gospel. How long have we lived in our cities and our neighbors don't even know? <laughs> Sometimes we forget why we're here. Some of the most amazing times is when you go into the throne room of God and you just worship because it resets everything. When you really encounter Christ, when you really have that experience, None of this stuff satisfies. None of this worldly stuff matters. So wherever you are in your walk, wherever you are in your journey, let's make sure that we're loving well. Loving God or loving others, loving ourselves, and not being lovers of ourselves or anything like that but I just mean because of who is in us don't you know that you are the temple of God don't cause harm to yourself don't speak ill of yourself Christ Jesus is in you and if he's not he's knocking on the door so he can come in This week, please stand with us in prayer because we have, one, we have a lot of stuff coming and stuff that's going on, not too much that I can talk about, but one of the most amazing things that's happened this last week is, uh, is um, and I don't know if any of you guys follow me on social media, but Kroger's partnered with us to, to help families and feed families, and we've had a lot of connections and a lot of things with people, and, that's, and it's been amazing, and so... If you could just pray with us and keep us in prayer that we would speak to the people that need to be speak spoken to and, and help the people, the right people, and that God would give us wisdom in these situations. Because we're touching a lot of people's lives and we're seeing a lot of people come to Christ and it's amazing. And we just want to be able to spread the love of God more. But when that happens, the enemy also attacks more because he tries to get you to stop and he tries to he tries to diminish that and he tries to steal those seeds away that were planted and so we're just 
praying and we're moving forward. And so we would ask that you would pray with us because that unity is a big deal. And, um, and it's just amazing. I'm so honored and I'm so blessed by what God's doing. And he's just an amazing God and everything that's going on. And so, and if you have any prayer requests, if there's anything that we can stand in agreement with you for prayer about, or if you need anything, please connect with us. Let us know. Because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And we are made for that connection. And right now, during all of this stuff, you know, it is really easy to be isolated and disconnected from the body and not, but we're here. And we want to connect. And it doesn't have to be a, a super spiritual thing and hyper this and hyper that or any of that stuff. You know, sometimes it's not the deep conversations that help build a relationship. Sometimes it's just hanging out. Sometimes it's just taking a walk together. Sometimes it's just talking about nothing. Sometimes it's just being in proximity. And so if you just want to talk, we're here to listen. It doesn't have to be an in-depth thing or, you know, a mystery of the life. It can just be to talk because that builds relationship. And the same way with the Lord. You don't always have to go to him because there's some major crisis. You can just talk about your day. You can just talk about the things you're wondering about and the things that you laughed at today and you had fun with. That builds relationship. And so. And so tonight as we end this. We are going to end in prayer. But. Please keep us in prayer. For all the things that are going on. And all the things that we're. Uh, we're about to do. And all the things that we're doing right now. And. And. Uh, and for and the people that are out there because there are a lot of people who are hurting a lot of people who are going through hard times a lot of people who not just uh because of the isolation stuff but you know businesses are hit finances are hit and so we're doing the best that we can to to be obedient to god and and to help these people and to help the community because i, I really believe that just like jesus went around doing good healing all who were oppressed and he so he spread the faith through love we believe in spreading this our faith through love loving people helping people and then connecting with them we have uh bibles coming in and we're we're going to give uh, the new believers a copy of uh, of a new believers bible plus one of my books and some devotional stuff and so pray with us and also if if you feel led to please sow into the ministry because we are doing a lot of things and we don't talk about a lot of stuff and, and in fact there's a lot of things that i haven't felt at liberty to talk about but i am going to share one thing right now because i just kind of actually just bubbled up in my spirit a little bit you know at the beginning of of this year actually at the end of last year uh, i was going to do a fundraiser for a lot of the things that we're actually moving forward on already right now um that the lord had put in my heart that we were supposed to do that faith through love was supposed to do and so in november where i was planning it and we're getting all the stuff ready together so that in in december we can kind of do a fundraiser and a launch kind of thing and spread the cast division different things and I didn't feel peace about doing it. And every time I would go to sit down and map everything out and we were going to start, you know, doing some of the uh, social media things and do some of the announcements and do some of the speaking things and pull, put some things together, uh, I didn't have peace. 
So I was praying and the Lord said, don't do it. So I was like, okay, like you, this is your plan and you want me to do it and it takes finances. So, um, you know, if you say not to do it this way, we're not going to do it this way and that's fine. And so, you know, I'm not saying fundraising or any of that stuff or talking about stuff is good or bad. It's just for us, the Lord told us not to do it. And there was this part, and I believe it was actually even for us as, as the small team that we are, or just me for myself personally to grow because reading in the word, where it talks about not letting your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that, you know, we don't do things in public and say a lot of stuff to be boastful, but that we would do it in private and secret so that the one who gets the glory is God. Because if we do, then that is our reward and that's all we get. And that's not all I wanted to get. And so if we would do it, not because people get to see it or because it brings in finances or it does anything like that, but if we would still walk out and do these things, just because it was for the Lord, just do it unto the Lord without anything, without anyone knowing, without any photos, without any stuff and all that stuff. And so a lot of times you don't see what we do and who we're talking to and the impact that's going on in this ministry through this ministry and what God's doing through all of the people who are connected with us. And, you know, I've, I felt a little bit more and more freedom to be able to share and be able to speak about it. Uh, lately but i'm also being very cautious of that uh because i really believe we're coming out of that season and so if you feel to sow into this know that it's good ground and know that we're doing things with it we're not just covering i mean obviously we have some overhead but we give into the community and we pray with people and we're sharing with people and we're moving forward but know that you're called to do that too. You're called to go out and go out to talk to people and to help people and to do these things. And it's okay that nobody knows about it. It's okay when you help people and when you pray for people and when you spread the message and, and it's not blasted on Facebook, it's not blasted on social media, no one knows and all that stuff. And because what you do behind closed door, God honors that. Building that relationship behind closed doors, God honors that. And so... Whatever the Lord is telling you to do, don't think it's too small and don't think it's too big because if he's in it, it's worth it. And so let me pray with you guys really, really quickly and please keep us in prayer this, this week. Father, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I thank you, Lord, that the seeds that were planted tonight, Lord Jesus, that they would take root. I thank you, Father, that your words do not return void. Lord, I pray right now for a hedge of protection over each and every person that's listening to this, Father God. I pray that you would protect their mind, that you would protect their body, that you would protect their spirit, Father God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would bring peace into them and joy into them, Father God, that they would know how to have your peace and how to have your joy, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father God, that you would draw people unto you and that everyone who's listening to this, that this week, Father, that you would show them what to do. You would show them who to talk to or who to connect with or what to do, Father, to bring you glory and to spread the message and to do what we're called to do, that there would be clarity and wisdom, Father God, imparted unto them, your clarity and your wisdom. Lord, we love you and we thank you for everything that you're doing. And we're honored to be a part of this and to be part of what you're doing here on earth. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen.
God bless you guys. Thank you guys for spending a little time with me tonight. Bye.